You're listening to Mind Your Business with Nicolette Wilson-Clark, Master Coach to Creative Entrepreneurs. It's Nicolette and I'm here for another Mind Your Business on Friday. Happy to be here. Don't go anywhere because I'm talking about how do you keep your personal power. Can't wait to come back and be with you. Welcome back. Hello, I'm Nicolette and this is Mind Your Business and it's so lovely to be here. Welcome back to another Mind Your Business on Wandsworth Radio with me, Nicolette Wilson-Clark, Master Coach to Creative Entrepreneurs. I want to say thank you to Chloe for She Speaks from 12 till 2. Do, do take a listen each week before me and check out what she's up to. So it's the second week of October. Yes, it is. Second week of October. And we're continuing the exploration of stepping into and living into your own personal power. Last week, I opened the month with explaining what personal power is. What is personal power? And as a reminder, personal power is based on your strength. It's based on your confidence and your competence that individuals gradually acquire as they develop, as they grow, as they learn. And you become really self-assertive and naturally strive for love, satisfaction and meaning in your interpersonal world, your relationships with others, that is. It represents a movement towards self-realization and transcendent goals in life as you learn to master yourself rather than others. And I offered you seven tips for living with this. So this week, I'd like to talk about understanding what happens when you want to keep your personal power now that you have stepped into it and realized that you got it. Well, I'm going to offer you today 10 ways to keep your personal power. 10 ways to keep your personal power. Number one is going to be, can you stop your endless moaning, endless complaining? Can you do that? Having a moan over a situation that has rubbed you up the wrong way is one thing. But I have to say that Continuing that moan until the listener's ears are on fire is something completely different. When you incessantly complain, you demonstrate an inability to have power, to have power over your attitude. And more importantly, you're completely giving it away because the constant complaining says that you believe you have no power over what has happened. Ask yourself, what can I control? What can I influence? And what have I absolutely no control over? And then once you've got the answer, stop complaining and step into solutions. Instead of asking why about the situation, ask how. Every time you stay with asking why, you stay in the past and you prevent any possibility of moving forwards. When you're curious about the how, you open up a mental neural pathway that wants to find a solution. The brain wants to fix things. So that's number one. Stop your endless complaining. Step into action. Ask how. Step away from why. Number two is, how do you keep your personal power? Well, your emotions are yours, so own them. I once coached a client whose mood was dictated by the flatmate they lived with. If they went into the kitchen and the flatmate was in a mood, my client would mirror 
their behavior because they didn't want to upset them. And even if they're in a good mood, they'd do this. When we drill deeper into the root cause, it drilled down to people pleasing. So don't let others, don't let their behavior dictate your emotions. If someone's in a bad mood, it's nothing to do with you. And if it is, you're going to find out by asking, not by assuming. And when you say that someone annoys you or makes you feel guilty, you're actually saying that you believe you have no power over how you feel. You determine your feelings and no one else. When you start to believe this, you'll step up to managing your own emotions rather than letting someone else do it. So number two, your emotions are yours, so own them. Do not let someone else dictate your behavior. If you give them the opportunity, they will determine how you are to be. Let's go for a little break. Welcome back, Mind Your Business, with me, Nicolette, on talking all about personal power. Now, number three is about how can we literally just keep our personal power when we've got it? So we're talking about here creating boundaries. Yes, we want to know how can we create boundaries? How can that help us keep our personal power? Well, I talked about boundaries last week when addressing how you live in your personal power. That was boundaries with relationships and also it applies to this, keeping your personal power within relationships too. So take charge of your thoughts and emotions within relationships by understanding that only you create what's on your canvas. I always visualize this wonderful blank canvas, which is my life. And I choose what color paint, I choose if I even wanna put anything on it. And if I do, what color paint, maybe what, what medium, is it gonna be crayon, is it gonna be chalk? Whatever it is, I choose it, no one else does. And when you understand that, you actually start to realize, my goodness, I have quite a lot of control over my life, don't I? <laughs> if someone else paints there, it's because you've given them permission to, whether they do it silently or whether they do it vocally. I was pausing there because I was thinking, you give someone permission to, yes, but what if someone just wheedles their way into your canvas? Well, that's just rude, isn't it? So you've got to deal with that. <laughs> and not many of us like a challenge, but dealing with a challenge is a great way to grow. So you dictate who is on your canvas. Speak up for yourself. That's the bottom line. Express when you're unhappy about something. Take action when you want some kind of change and take over, uh, take control over how and with whom you spend your time. If you're having relationships, whether they are intimate or just personal relationships, you want to be spending that with people who you actually want to be with. Life's far too short to not be doing that. So number four is the art of forgiveness. And I talked about compassion. I think it was last month, actually. And if you've ever been wronged, if you've ever been misunderstood, or you've ever been hurt, you'll know how challenging it can be to practice forgiveness. It's an art, and it's a practice that needs to be practiced. And when you bear a grudge or harbor feelings of revenge or contempt, you're only punishing yourself. I'm sure you've heard that before, but it is true. The only person who's really benefiting from this, if anything, is the other person, because they're not affected by you. They're getting on with their world. So the other person is just living their life while you're wasting your energy and valuable time focusing on something that actually is now out of your control. Why would you give them that much power over you? Take your power back by offering forgiveness for their actions and give yourself your life back. Now let's make something clear here. 
Forgiveness does not mean that you accept the actions that happened, okay? It does not mean that. What you're doing here is you're actually honoring yourself by letting go of any hurt or any anger or any other emotions that you might be feeling as a consequence to what has happened. You want to try and detach yourself from those emotions but not forget that it happened and find a way of acceptance and dealing with it. And this attachment causes you to live as a dimmer version of yourself. So like the song says, let go and shine bright like a diamond. Yes, shine, shine, shine. And number five is be the driver in your world. Your values are really important and they determine how you show up in the world. I had a conversation with a colleague earlier on today who was sharing with me that she realized that, my goodness, I dictate my own day. I was asking her about her work-life balance and she was saying that, yeah, it's quite a challenge because there isn't much time during the week. It's literally full on. But she said, I give myself my weekends. I switch off at the weekends. And it was really refreshing to hear that because she's got a complete understanding and something that works with her schedule that is going to support and serve her. You know, two full days out of five is going to be sufficient to be able for an individual, if they feel that, to be able to really just work and do what it is they want to do. So making sure that you are able to, hmm, without identifying what it is that your values are, you're not really going to be able to be the driver in your own world. So making sure that you know what it is you're standing for and what you want so that you don't become a hostage (laughs) to your life rather than a confident driver of your life. You'll be less likely to go where the wind blows you and you'll stand more of a chance of resisting against the storm. So coming up to the news and take a little break and I'll be back right after this for number six. Welcome back. You're listening to Nicolette on Mind Your Business. I'm talking about personal power and keeping your personal power once you've realized you've got it and how you've actually developed it. Now it's there. What are you going to be doing with it? So let's talk about that. So focus on what you control is number six. Focus on what you can control. Do you get that Sunday or day before a tiresome event or work blues where you spend the day wishing you didn't have to do what is inevitable the following day? Hmm. I, I can't believe that there's nobody in this environment of working in London in a city who hasn't had that at least once in their life and that's a lot of energy taking you away from the present moment so focus on what you can control and what you want take your power back and redirect your thoughts towards what you're doing today and what you're doing in the here and now avoid giving away brain power to areas of your life and those things that just don't warrant your attention yeah focus on what you want and what you can control and number seven is Watch what you say. Do you know that words are so powerful? You know that, don't you? I'm sure you're very aware of it. Our words are extremely, extremely powerful and they're laden with vibrations and energy. Allow your self-talk to be loving, appreciative, even of your limitations. And remember that you're not a victim to the circumstance and that even though your decisions in life have consequences, you always have a choice. You always have a choice. Number eight is step away from people-pleasing behaviors. 
I talked about people pleasing earlier, didn't I? If your self-worth depends on others thinking highly of you, then you're living on the island of people pleasing. People people pleasing isle. (laughs) Not everyone has to like you or agree with you and how you choose to live your life. And for those who express their disagreement vocally, evaluate the merit of their criticism and move further away from allowing any one person's opinion to determine your self-worth. Number nine, courageously express yourself. If confidence is low and you live in fear of what others might think of you, take time to come back to your trust of self, which is always there, even if somewhat muted. Know that you are mentally strong enough to stand out. And if there's something different about you, it's fine. It really is. Express yourself. And if difference is your thing, then dare to live it. Live it courageously. So important. And number 10, is smile. The Dalai Lama encourages us to smile as soon as we open our eyes from slumber. Try it and notice how it completely shifts any negative thoughts and feelings that you might have. It's very challenging to stay a victim and living in lack when you smile. So those are my 10, my 10 suggestions for keeping your personal power. Going to go through them again as we close the show after this track. Welcome back. You're listening to Nicolette on Mind Your Business. We're talking personal power, we're talking keeping your personal power. How can you do that? And I've gone over through my 10 suggestions of how to keep your personal power. And I think it's really important that we maintain an understanding that number one, we actually have it. If we don't think we've got it, then how are we going to know how to even use it? (laughs) And number two, I think it's important to put it into practice. You've got to practice something in order for it to become more efficient. So we're talking about keeping it, which is something that you have to practice every single day, really. You'll really have to kind of get into understanding how can you keep your personal power. So let's just run through everything that I've talked about today. Number one, stop your endless complaining. Having a moan over a situation is one thing, but if you are the type of person who is really going to be just chewing off someone's ear constantly, 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 and not doing anything to create some change, that's a pain in your whatever. So make some change by just stepping away from why is this happening and stepping into how can I create some kind of change. Every time you stay with asking why, remember you stay in the past and you prevent moving forwards. Every time you ask how, you open up those great neural pathways in the mind that are like, oh my gosh, solution, I've got to find it, I need to fix something. So get yourself asking, curiosity, how can I not do what it is that I'm doing? How can I move away from this person who's getting on my nerves? Stay in your personal power. Number two, your emotions are yours, so own them. What's wrong with you? (laughs) I was telling you that I coached a client who allowed someone else's mood to dictate how they felt. They go into the kitchen, into the living room, the person would be miserable. And even if they were happy, they'd suddenly become really miserable. And, I th- you know, it, once we explored it, it was about this people-pleasing thing, not wanting to upset somebody. But moving aside from that, about you, you know, if you're that type of person who doesn't realize that you control your own emotions, then can you get with the program, please? You're the only one who paints on your canvas. You're the only one who decides and chooses how you want to feel and what you want to do with your world. So if someone's in a bad mood, 
it's nothing to do with you. And if it is something to do with you and you're curious about it, how are you going to find out? You're going to ask them, aren't you? Yeah. And when you say that someone annoys you or makes you feel guilty for some reason, you're actually saying that you believe you have no power over how you feel. And that is not the case because you determine your feelings and no one else. When you start to believe this, you'll really step up to managing your own emotions rather than letting someone else do it for you, okay? So really step into that personal power, keep that personal power by just checking in with the fact that you govern your own emotions. Now, number three was create boundaries. I talked about boundaries last week when addressing how you live in your personal power. Keeping your personal power, boundaries are just as important within relationships, if not more, I think a little bit, to be honest. Now, when you have a relationship, you want to think about taking charge of your thoughts and your emotions within that relationship so that you can paint your own canvas and decide how you want to feel within it. Speak up for yourself, be courageous, express yourself when you're unhappy, take action when you need to, and really take control over how and with whom you spend your time. Now, number four was the art of forgiveness. Uh And we really determined that if you are hating on someone, if you begrudge someone, if you have some kind of a vengeance towards someone, it's only you that suffers because that person has now moved on most probably and you're left there with all that baggage that they've put on you that you are choosing to carry oh it's so heavy but I'm going to carry it anyway so step away from that okay take the power back by offering forgiveness for their actions and give yourself your life back I did stress that when you forgive someone you're not saying that you accept what they did was right you're just saying I'm going to honor myself and I'm going to let go of the hurt. I'm going to let go of the anger. I'm going to let go of any other emotions that I'm feeling and I'm going to get on with my life, really. I'm going to take it back. So I use the phrase shine bright like a diamond because when you don't do that, you actually dim your own light. So do shine. Number five, be the driver in your world. Be the driver in your world and really, really shine and drive in the direction that you want to go in. Number six is focus on what you want and can control. Remember, take your power back, redirect your thoughts towards what you're doing here and now, and don't let anything hijack you along the way, thinking about tomorrow when I don't want to be there. It doesn't matter about tomorrow, you're in now. Number seven, watch what you say. Words are so important. They are mega important. So please do make sure the vibration and the energy of your words is very, very high and that it supports you and those around you. Number eight, step away from people-pleasing behaviors. Do it, do it, do it. And make sure that you are not pleasing other people unless you really want to. Number nine, courageously express yourself. Live how you want. And number 10, smile, smile, smile. Wake up in the morning and smile and just see how that changes your day. Thank you so much, everybody. It's been an absolute pleasure. Time is over. It's time to go. And I wish you a really wonderful week. I hope you've enjoyed the show the way I have. I always do. And you can listen to the shows again on all of the platforms for podcasting. I want you to stand tall, become a creator and live life in abundance. It's so important. How to keep your personal power once you've stepped into it. Mega important. Thank you for listening. Connect with me if you've got anything on your mind at Embodied Entrepreneur. And I can't wait to be with you again next week. Thank you. You're listening to Mind Your Business with Nicolette Wilson-Clark, Master Coach to Creative Entrepreneurs.